Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Get More Podcast. We're here with Money Monday once again. I do just want to take a super quick moment right now to you know, take a moment for all of the people who have been so drastically affected by Hurricane Ida over the last week. There are hundreds of thousands of people in Louisiana who are out of power, who are struggling with the insane heat and the humidity that we have had. The hurricane went from Louisiana all the way up all over land, crossed over us here in Nashville. We had some flooding all the way up to New York catastrophic flooding there were tornadoes in maryland y'all it was some end of the world movie nonsense and my heart just goes out to all of those people so right down in the description of the show today is going to be a link to different resources that you can donate to if you are in those areas and you were unaffected by the hurricane and you want to donate, you want to send supplies, send money, get the things that the people need on the ground to them, those are going to be down below. There are going to be some local areas as well as the Red Cross. They are working on the ground to help as many people as they can. So I just want to put that in there real quick because it could have been us here in Nashville. We could have had it so much worse, but we are very, very, very thankful to have just had some flooding, a lot of rain, and been safe in our area. The county next to ours, they got hit really bad a couple weeks ago, and then this. So, everybody needs some help. The world is crazy. Oh, my heart goes out to that. And this is going to be, you know, that abrupt. There's no really good way to transition into what today's actual episode is, because today's actual episode is kind of fun. Uh, as heartbreaking as all of that is, this is kind of fun, because we are talking about the fact that Christmas, from the time that I'm recording this, which is Sunday, this will go up on a Monday, there is 111 days until Christmas. And y'all, I'm not really a Christmas-y person. Christmas growing up was not a fun holiday for me. We really didn't have any money. It was not a great time. It was just not a good time. I never really had good Christmases. And as I got older, I just freaking didn't have any money to spend on Christmas. So anything that I did spend on Christmas was probably on a credit card. So for a very long time, I just opted out of Christmas everything. I didn't like it. It upset me. I didn't want to do presents. And I just really wouldn't take presents from people. I didn't have presents to give people. Christmas was not a good time for me. Over the last few years, I've made Christmas a little bit better, even though we've still really kept that low-key, it's not about the gifts, maybe we'll exchange a couple of things, but for the most part, we're living a life where we don't need like big gifts. If we want something, we save up for it. We buy it together. I personally hate surprises. Please don't ever try to surprise me. It will not go well. Ask my husband. It does not go well. I do not do surprises very well. And in that line, I don't think that holiday shopping or preparing for Christmas should be a surprise either. 
Today we're going to talk some numbers, we're going to talk some details, we're going to talk some plans. Because with 111 days to Christmas from today, that's 15 more weeks. For a lot of people, if you're getting paid every week, that's 15 paychecks. If you're getting paid every other week, that's like seven and a half paychecks. And it's even less days than that because that's how long it is until Christmas itself. Generally, you're going to want to have your gifts bought a couple weeks beforehand or you're going to want to be able to buy something off the internet that can get there in two, three-day shipping. Thank you, Amazon. Thank you, gift packaging and all of the like. Now, we're going to go into kind of what the average person spends on Christmas. And I just got these facts off of the last couple of years of what the consumer reports say. I got some of my data from 2018, 19, and 20. Last year was a very different year because of the pandemic, because of e-purchasing. So some of the numbers I feel like are actually lower last year than they were in 2019 for some things. People were compensating with spending more on gifts as opposed to travel because people weren't traveling last year. We're going to chat about upcoming holiday travel with you know, the world still being in the pandemic, what kind of travel restrictions there are, and what kind of costs are associated with different kinds of travel costs. The hospitality industry got hit really hard, so where you're going to find good deals there, where you're not, and things of that nature, we're going to kind of go into those. And so, let's just jump right into it. So, this is just an average. This is an average. I have never personally spent this amount of money, but I have asked multiple of my friends. I pulled some of y'all on Instagram over these things. And the average person does spend as a total. So this is the total amount of Christmas purchases. This is not travel. So we're going to do travel stuff next, but things uh, that you're purchasing for Christmas, the average person spends about $1,000 this actual number was like 997 and 18 cents. So a thousand dollars, buy yourself, buy yourself an extra snack in there, get that three more dollars, buy yourself some Doritos. Oh, I could go for some Doritos. That sounds great right now. But the average person is going to spend about a thousand dollars. And the breakdown of that over the last couple of years, the looks of it is going to be for actual gift-related purchases, people are spending about $650. And that's actual presents, that is for co-workers, that is for your family, your partners, your, your kids, your friends, different neighbors. Those are going to be the actual gift-bought purchases. Now, the next thing that's going to go with that is going to be non-gift purchases. That's your food for your holiday meals. That is gift cards. That is um, decorations. Y'all give me all the Christmas decorations. I love summer. Summer is my favorite. I hate being cold, but I am so ready to decorate an exciting Christmas tree. We have so many ornaments. We're going to get new ornaments for the cats. I'm ready. I'm ready to put penguins everywhere even more than I already do. So I'm super excited for that. So that averages out to be about $230 more on your food, your decor, odds and ends, gifts, things. And then there's going to be $117 roughly that is in that other category. That is just going to be everything else. That could be gift wrap. That could be packaging. That could be the time that you spend going to all these places. And that's going to be like your transportation, like gas to get there. Other assorted costs incurred in existing in that travel 
Um, not even just that travel, but just in getting things ready for Christmas, there are extra odds and ends that come up along the way. So we're spending about, you know, $1,000 there. Now, I, for being a money coach and for loving to talk about money as much as I do, I'm still really bad at math, or at least off the top of my head math. But if you're spending an average, we'll say $1,000 average, and you have 15 more weeks, I did the math, I'm good, that's about $66 that you want to save every single week. And since, you know, we're just going to assume that we have done, that we are responsible and we have done all of our Christmas shopping and everything before that. So we are done a week before Christmas. I don't know anyone who actually does that. And if you are someone who gets all your Christmas shopping done like a full week in advance, you are an actual hero champion. Please tell me how you do it. So if we're just going to assume that, that's going to be $71 that we want to be saving every single week. That sounds way better than trying to save $1,000. $71 a week sounds like a much nicer number. It's smaller. It's more concise. We can work with $71. We can work with saving $71. And just for funsies, because math, no one ever says that, but here we are. That's $10 a day. So that is $10 a day for the next 14 weeks to save up that $1,000, that is the rough estimate of what people are spending. What I am doing, what I encourage people to do when it comes to holiday spending is almost to price out how much you like everyone in your life. Realistically, price it out. If you are, if you're married or you're in a committed relationship, I almost say, tell your spouse how much they can spend. If you both just come up with how much you can spend on each other, just get each other something nice. Do get each other something nice, but reasonable for where you're at. A lot of people look at the holidays as a reason to spend a bunch of money and have a bunch of new exciting things because that's just what everyone else does. And that is basically capitalism. That is what capitalism has force fed into our life that we have to have these big extravagant gifts and we have to be able to talk about what we got for Christmas and what we're giving other people for Christmas because that's how capitalism works. We talk about the things that we buy and then make other people want to buy those things and then those people People feel like they need to buy things and so on and so forth and capitalism is the enemy it really it just is I'm just saying that we've made what is supposed to be a really great holiday in good spirits you know to get together spend time with family and we've made it about who can buy the best of this and that and the other thing and I ain't knocking y'all if y'all want to do that but understand what the reasons you're doing it for it's because capitalism now When you are saving for this, instead of thinking about you have to save X amount of dollars, know who you're saving it for. If you're going to spend $100 on your significant other every day that you're spending, think about the thing that you're going to get that person. Instead of it being like, oh, I have to save $10 today. That sucks. I wish I had that money to someone else. Be like, I get to save $10 today because I'm going to buy my significant other something so freaking badass that they're going to love it so much. Think about it like that. Like I'm saving to get this thing. Think about what you're going to buy people now. Think about what they want or just think about them in terms of a dollar amount that you're saving for. And so 
a way that I like to recommend doing this is getting the money out in cash. You know, if you have the opportunity to, you know, withdraw that amount of money, like once a week or once a month, like the whole amount of your savings, like you're just, you're moving it from your checkings to your savings. Or if you have a separate account, you can move it over there, like moving in a little bit of money from your bank account to PayPal or to Venmo to just get it out of the way. So, you know, you can spend that on gifts. Think about it as you're doing it for that person. You're saving it for that person. Something cute like that and you just keep a little like track of it. Just like, oh, I'm going to buy all these cute fun things for this person. It, it just makes it feel better because you're not just saving for Christmas. You are saving to buy the people in your life these important things that are you think are going to be important to them. That they're going to enjoy. That it's going to make them happy. Think about it like that. So that's just a little... It's just a little mindset trick to make saving for Christmas a little bit more fun. And, you know, if you can't always save that much every day, if the idea of save, of spending $1,000 on Christmas seems absolutely crazy to you, either because that's a lot of money or because it's not a lot of money to you, you know, take that into account. If you don't have a whole lot of money to save, you know, don't lie about it. Just Just tell people almost just be like hey not really focusing on Christmas this year not really doing gifts just be like I'm not doing gifts because capitalism is bad and you have bigger goals you're trying to pay off something you're trying to put money towards something else we did not do Christmas as a couple while we were getting out of debt we did not do holidays while we were getting out of debt we just did not do it we had a bigger goal we knew what we were going to we told our friends our family everyone Everyone within earshot of me at some point has heard me be like, no, we did not do these things because we had a bigger goal. And that is it. People in our life respected that. And if they didn't, they certainly didn't tell me about it because I certainly would have had some words for them. So if that's something that you're going through where you're just focusing on other things, just be like, yeah, no, we're not doing that this year. We're not focusing on it. We're worried about other stuff. Or we're still in the middle of a freaking global pandemic. So... Buying a bunch of gifts is not really at the number one spot in terms of the world is going through an apocalypse experience. You know, gift giving is not the best thing. It, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. You don't have to spend hand over fist money in order to let people know that you care about them or that they are important. You just don't have to do that. And I just wish that we could get away from the idea that like we have to have these big extravagant things and we have to have all the decorations in order to be Christmassy. So the average person is going to spend $1,000. That is $10 a day roughly from now until the week before Christmas. Break it down into knowing who you're going to buy gifts for, how much you want to spend on those people, and focus on that. Start looking for those gifts now. Like, really think about who you are going to spend money on and what you want to get them. Because the more you plan, the easier it's going to be to find things that are going to be on sale before Christmas. Or you can go into sale season, Black Friday, pre-Christmas sales. The world's crazy. So, right now at this point, there's ads for everything out and about because people want you to buy stuff. So, if you know what you're looking for, you can set up alerts on uh, different websites. You can get price trackers set up that it'll tell you when a price is lower. Um, 
I used, I used something, I used something when we were doing, we were getting the PS5, it's like pop, pop search, pop something, I, pop cart, it's pop cart, and it would tell me, it would mainly just tell me when things were in stock, but if there were different prices, so like if there was a bundle for the PS5, it would show me there was a bundle, so you can set up price alerts, so it will track the price for you, shoot you an email, and be like, hey, this item that you want is a lower price here or here, or it's available. Just things like that. So you can be getting the best deal for for your money. So that is kind of like the first half. Know who you're spending money on, how much you want to spend on each one of those people, how much you need to be saving in order to reach those goals, and you know, humanize it and make it about the person getting the thing more than anything. Okay, so now we are going to talk about the second half of getting ready for the holidays, and that is going to be your holiday travel. So, earlier this summer, oh, like a month ago, literally like a month ago, it's only September, I'm bad at time. So, a month ago, I did my whole, I went on a two-week vacation, you know, booking, you know, rental car, hotels, things like that, and all of that was craziness, but I was prepared for it because I had started booking far out and ahead. So I looked up some of the projections for what costs and such are going to be um, for this year's holiday season. And I am both optimistic and incredibly pessimistic on these things because over the last year, because we are still in a pandemic, again, we are living in a global pandemic, the hospitality industry is hurting. There was a big influx over the summer as vaccination rates increased, things got back to normal, mandates and whatnot were lifted, and all of that good stuff until we ended up right back where we are right now, where cases are spiking, there are thousands of people dying every single day. Holiday travel is very, very up in the air. And because of that, the hospitality industry is hurting because they know not that many people are trying to travel. So the people who are traveling, they're going to pay more. The average cost for a hotel room is $141 per night. This is up from the average of $109 just last year during the pandemic. And even those rates were actually lower because people were just trying to get people to travel at that point. And they were offering deals for this, that, and the other thing because we didn't think that we would still be in this situation right here, right now, except we are, and we just have to live with that. Rental cars, which had been crazy all summer long, are not going to fall in price very much. Rental cars are up an average of 73 freaking percent over the last couple of years. That is an insane influx and that has to do with scarcity. A lot of these rental car agencies liquidated their assets during the pandemic because they could not afford to maintain their fleets. Now those cars that have been getting use after use after use are approaching their mileage limits where they also will need to be sold. So there's just a shortage of rental cars still going into the holiday season, which is why you should be looking right now, right now. After this, hop online, start looking at rental cars, start figuring out your travel plans now. And in that regard, as you're figuring out your travel plans, See about flexible dates. I know the whole point is to be together on Christmas Eve and Christmas or New Year's 
or if you're focusing more on Thanksgiving, if you're going to do it then, I know that those are the big dates that people want to be together for. And I'm just going to say this now, maybe that's not the best thing for you financially this year. Look at flexible dates for where you're flying into. See if you can adjust your travel days to be cheaper dates. You might be able to go for longer even if you're spending less money on the flights, which are going to be increasing in price. Before I recommended using Google Flight Tracker to track your flights, and I'm saying to do that again now. That is always, always, always how I travel. It is my biggest life hack that I know when it comes to saving money on travel is tracking your Google Flights prices directly to your email. Track your flights now. Check flexible dates. If you have the ability to take time off in a certain time range instead of just those holiday days that you get or you can go before the holiday or directly after, put in flexible dates and see what those daily price rates are. Put in those flexible dates to see what different hotels you could be staying at if you're not staying with family when you're traveling. Put in flexible dates for your rental cars for your location. Start looking now. Looking now is going to help you track the prices, get the best prices, lock those deals in now, as well as this is not something that I had before. This is not something that I had for this last trip, but I do believe that if we choose to travel for this holiday season, I do not know if we will. We're going to see how COVID is. A lot of things can change in a couple months. A lot of things can change really quickly. But something that I started looking into mostly for this episode is travel insurance. And this is not something that we had, but I think this is something that we would get. We would get travel insurance to cover at a bare minimum our flights and the rental car. Depending on where we're staying, we might stay with family, so we don't have to worry about that. But to cover our flights and our rental car, I do think that we will get travel insurance. Now, the important thing, as always, is to read the fine print of everything and anything that you are getting to see what those cancellation or those return policies are going to be or if you're able to move dates here and there getting closer to it. Something you book right now you may have to travel because that area might be closed due to COVID, there might be a COVID spike and you might not want to go, you might get sick. There's so many things that can happen between now and then that a lot of people don't necessarily like to book this far out but if you do get that travel insurance if you do book those airlines go ahead and pay it's usually it is an extra amount of money that you're gonna pay to lock in that flexible travel to have a more lenient cancellation policy or a change date policy or just a full-on return policy look at all of those things see what those options have because it is going to be better for you to pay a little bit more money upfront on those things to have the protection closer to if something god forbid comes up and you're not able to go on that trip or you choose to change it now travel insurance is not going to cover every little thing that can possibly come up so again check the fine print get the fine print across all the boards and just really be prepared that this holiday season is going to be different than previous holiday seasons the hospitality industry is hurting. It is going to be a little bit more expensive. Rental cars, life is hard for them. They are going to be more expensive and scarcer. You are going to need to start looking for them now. Getting flexible dates on your airfare, traveling, see where you can get your rental car from the airport or from in town, all these different things 
because that is going to be an additional amount of money that you need to spend on Christmas. So if you're already spending that thousand dollars on just Christmas in and of itself, you're probably looking at another thousand dollars for your holiday travel component. So 111 days, $2,000 in order to do all of this, that is a lot of money. So I encourage you to start today, if you have not already, start today, make those travel plans. Reach out to the people, the friends, family that you want to see for the holidays. See what you can do. See if you can stay with friends. See about staying in Airbnbs. Say about um, if you're a bunch of family members, you know, and you're coming back and you can't all stay in the same house. Get a whole house together instead of getting a bunch of different Airbnbs or a bunch of different hotel rooms. I know not everybody wants to live with their family again after they've already gotten out of it, but combined together you could get a full airbnb house you could get a bigger hotel room with multiple beds a different sitting area you can pool yourselves together in order to make it cheaper for everybody and then you can spend more time together whether that's a good thing or a bad thing you know your family you can decide that there but if you start planning now if you start planning now in september and having those conversations and figuring out what you want this holiday season to be like, you can start buying things, you can start tracking prices, you can start putting the money away, you can start getting ready in October. And then when November's happening and you're seeing the deals on this thing and that thing, you can just start buying them. Because when you go in with a plan, you're going to be able to execute more efficiently, you're going to be able to save money, you're going to be able to do more with the money that you have, and you're going to be able to have a better experience because you're not freaking out last minute about all this stuff. But last minute Christmas shopping is somewhat the American way. So if that is what you're going to do, that is what you're going to do. But I hope for those of you who do like to plan or who are trying to plan better, I hope some of these tips have helped you. If you do need any further money tips, holiday savings advice, please please, please reach out. I'm always available on Instagram. That is going to be linked down below. Make sure to follow me there and I will see y'all on the next one. Mm -hmm.